time we recorded why we didn't put out a show the previous week. <laughs> that's, um, two for two. That's what we're looking for on this show. Normally, if you're only hearing our, our voices by this point, Sean Anderson Cody you would expect us to be in more, um, what's the word, angered tones towards fire for not being on. Uh, today, I feel sorry for him. I am giving him the most excused absence that he could have. He is doing the medical protocol meetings for URI football today, and they are the worst meetings, the, the, the worst thing you could ever go through. They suck ass. Yeah, with, with, without a doubt. Um, I can't believe that they're making them sit through that now on a Zoom call when there is no season and there was no training camp, I don't understand why you need to cover that stuff. I also am not a fan of the fact that you need to drag all of the upperclassmen through that meeting again. I said this in the group chat. Andy, the head trainer, is forever will be my only enemy in this world for <laughs> multiple reasons. I don't want to get into it, but that man is a piece of <laughs> Uh Why... I know why you hate Andy. Um, the meeting, though. Yes. Oh, I had to take that dig at Andy. I'm sorry for taking us off track already. No, no, it's fine. I just think, how many times can you learn about MRSA? You know, how, we we have we recorded anybody at URI having MRSA? I haven't seen MRSA since I've been getting told that speech there, since my freshman year of high school. We've had a guy, like, every year at camp get it. What are you talking really? about? There's a, yeah, there's always been one guy that gets it. There's always that one dude, and no. I feel like mo it's always like a freshman. There's always one guy that does not shower after practice, goes right to his room, takes his time, and then showers before he goes to lunch. Or just there's always those gross freshmen who just straight up don't shower when they go straight to lunch, and then they go back to the dorm because they're, you know, they're uncomfortable with their bodies. The right. They're, they're uncomfortable with their bodies, and they don't want to get in the shower with guys that they're going to be naked around for the next five years, there's always been one dude because they don't understand to not stink. But I don't think you need to. I don't think you need to walk everybody through a, a, the the MRSA thing. Explain it to them when they get it. Just tell everybody to freaking shower, wear your damn knee braces, tape before practice, and put on your ankle braces if you're not on the tape list. And don't just. I I don't know. I don't know how much more you need to go through those damn meetings. It's it's redundant. I hated that meeting. I yeah. really hated that meeting. That is the meeting that should be 30 minutes. It takes 90 minutes. So we're with fire today. Our prayers and thoughts are with fire, having to sit through that, especially in a Zoom forum. That right. is... Uh, hey, do you, do, you think, uh, do you think if Donnie 
did the meeting, it would, it would be much more entertaining. When Donnie came in for the meeting, and he was talking about diet or something, he took a big shot at Big Al. He got the biggest pop of all camp. <laughs> it was the funniest <laughs> I've ever seen. It was so fun. You don't want to look like this, do you? And then it's just a picture Al. And <laughs> what the F, Donnie? Where did that come from? Uh, he hates Al for some reason. I don't know why. Al really grew on me the last year, especially when Russ right. left. Yeah, because he was actually happy. He, he was around a, he was around James, who was the nicest person we've ever dealt with. The nicest in the equipment room and in the facility. So every day he's not coming into some dude who's just bitching and moaning at him. He was actually very happy towards the uh, the the end of our senior year. I did, I had same with me. I grew on talking to Al. Al was much easier to talk to. But the, I remember my freshman year, I came in. I didn't know about the whole ordeal with socks and how it was like a crime to need another pair of socks after a period of time. But that man laid into me. He's like, you're not taking care of them. He's like, oh, you, you don't have your own pair of socks. I got to give you another pair of socks. Does the whole thing where he just doesn't say anything to you and just whips them at you. I just started practicing in my own socks. I, I, I just used a lot of my socks from home right. in practice. I went, I went and bought socks, like the really thick $15 ones, so you didn't mm. have to worry about them tearing. Hmm. Dude, I think Russ is. I've said it on the show before. I, I hope he's getting the absolute ass kicked out of him down there in Florida at IMG Academy. I hope nobody respects him. I hope nobody likes him. I hope he's Good. alone. I hope he gets more bumps on his calves. I hope all of that <laughs> happens. I really, really am not rooting for that guy. And that's weird to say because normally you and I are pretty positive people and we like rooting for people that we know. Russ is probably one of probably the one person I'm actively rooting against. Right, and he's with IMG Academy, and you know yeah. damn well that those kids, not all of them, but I would say a good amount, the kids that are able to personally afford attending there and aren't on some type of a scholarship, or the ones that are five-star recruits, those kids are going to be spoiled. They probably bitch and moan at Russ all day long, but he's probably loving it because he's in the heat and his wife doesn't bitch at him as much when he goes home because it's so cold in Rhode Island. Is that what he was always grumpy about or his wife was always yes. grumpy about? How was that yeah, dude he, married? He he was so grumpy because his wife was, uh, was a more grumpy than he was apparently. And the reason why That's she was impossible. so grumpy was She's because be she monster. hated. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> She's got to be an absolute monster. If you, if, if anybody's grumpier than that, dude. Oh my goodness! How much, to, how much to sleep over at their house one night, Joe? <laughs> no, you can't. You can't. You can't. Like, <laughs> you, Give me you a dollar couldn't. figure. How much to sleep over at uh, their house? Twenty million dollars. I would. I uh. wouldn't even do it for. <laughs> oh, God. Because to to have to sleep over there, the circumstance. Would not be good. It would have to be. I don't know. Like he wouldn't want me there. Is the problem. No, and the no. last thing I need is to be somewhere where I'm definitely not wanted. Oh my god. <laughs> um, how do you want to? How do you want to start this discussion about the Mavericks and Luca and them being down three two now? And their incredible Game 4 heroics. And then their imminent stomping yet again last night on the 25th. 
Joseph, I know that you are now the Clippers fan, and you you know you're tired of us saying that you're not. So I am the residential Clippers fan, right? That is one hundred percent correct. I think right now for this segment, I'm going to try to fairly treat you like a okay. Clippers fan. So. What are your thoughts on the Clips being up 3-2? What are your thoughts on the series with the Mavs as a whole? What are we feeling? So this is obviously the one of the bigger headlines within the playoff bubble with, within the first round because Luka had this immaculate fourth game to tie the series 2-2, going over 40 points. I believe he had a triple-double. And then yep. the, the, the miraculous shot that he hit at the end of the game from deep three-point range really cemented Luka as one of the best, if not the best, young player in the NBA. He is going to be going into his third year next year, and he's doing stuff that some veterans who are supposed to be better than him don't even do in these games. So I, I just want to I, I want to bring some context. When I was watching Game 4 on Sunday, and I was doing – uh, cutting some YouTube videos for the channel. And I started watching the game. I was very close paying attention to it. The the Clippers went on this huge run to build up their 21-point lead. At that point, I'm not tuning out, but I, I had it on and was not paying attention to it. I literally go into a zone editing videos for 30 minutes. I look back up, and have you ever seen something in a game that is just so crazy to you and you don't know how to react that you literally verbalize what the f- I, I literally looked up and the Mavericks were winning after being down 20 points. And I outwardly said to myself alone in my room, what, like I couldn't control it. What the f- just happened? So then I, I stopped what I'm doing, finished watching the game. I witnessed the crazy three-pointer that Marcus Morris was able to hit to take the lead. I thought that thing was done. But of course, Luke, I had to come in and completely dismantle my hopes of them winning that game with that very, very deep three-pointer with little to no time left. He is an incredible, incredible shooter. The Clippers were able to to mop the floor with them last game. It wasn't even close. They were missing Porzingis, which really didn't help him for a second straight game. But I, I don't. this Mavs team is exciting to watch. They're going to be very, very good. It's just they put a little bit more urgency on the Clippers to figure their stuff out. I agree with everything that you're saying for once. I really do. I think that uh, the Clippers somehow I I actually no, I think the Clippers are getting exposed. Um I think the Mavs when they're playing high energy, they're borderline unstoppable. I think that that is something with them. I mean, they have a lot of good pieces, but when they're really starting to mash and they really start getting it rolling, that's unstoppable. Uh, whereas the Clippers, you could just, you know, let some people not gonna, you know, they miss shots and then they can stop themselves. Whereas if the, the Mavs start rolling, what are you gonna do? How are you gonna stop that? Very hard to. I, uh, I kind of liked your first take as a uh, as a Clippers fan. I think that your verbalization, of uh, the shot, or the score rather. Is, is a good thing for you. It means you're starting to, to learn more about basketball and, and how it's a game of runs. Ex- excuse me? I'm starting to learn more about the game of basketball? I'm ju- No, I'm just saying I'm happy for you. I've known about the game of basketball. You don't need to act like at the age of 22, I'm just discovering how the game of basketball works. I'm not saying I've, that. I'm uh, saying that, that, that was a, that that was a dig. That was a dig. Don't act like I'm that saying, wasn't a dig. 
Joseph. That was a dig. Come on, it's me. I'm sorry I didn't you play basketball in high school. You? I'm sorry that, yeah, good one. I'm sorry that I, I wasn't a, a six foot six monster, so I was forced to play on the basketball team. <laughs> I was a fat little chubby kid. I wasn't going to make the basketball team. I didn't bother trying out, so I did what every fat chubby kid was uh, would do, is stand between two goalposts on a hockey rink uh, and let kids just beam pucks at him as the backup goalie. Do you think the Clippers have what it takes to win it all? Because I'm looking at these other Western games. I'm looking close. I think that some teams are going to be more dynamic athletically than the Mavericks were, a.k.a. Houston, with Harden and Russell. And um, Russell, Russ. I think that they're going to have to face better shooting with whether it be Utah or uh, the Nuggets which is a scary sight to see. So do you think that this Mavs series has opened up kind of the, not Pandora's box, but the the realm of possibility of losing in the playoffs? I don't think this has really exposed them. I think it has more so woken them up. This is a team that we know is capable of demolishing a good opponent, which is the Mavericks. They kicked the crap out of them in game five. Just completely, no doubt, crapped on them with their performance. But what we now know is this team is willing to coast if they think it is an easy victory. There was more of a sense of urgency last night. They realized, all right, we got to stop playing around. We're going in full throttle. We're going after them. We're not letting them get back into it because they saw last game when they built up a lead. They said, oh, we're fine. We'll be okay. We're just going to have a dandy time and be patient, but they allowed the Mavericks to go on a very, very powerful run to put themselves in a position to win the game. I think now this is instead of exposing them, I think it has galvanized them to say, all right, we have to stop doing this. And Paul George also has has found his rhythm a little bit better in this second game or not second game, this fifth game. I hope so. You need him. You guys need him to be able to shoot the ball. If you don't, if he doesn't do that for you, you got nothing. Right. Next, I want to talk about Joe because you you've had a lot of good reactions about this, or, or not good reactions, strong reactions about this. I'm kind of indifferent. Maybe it's because I'm not super focused on this spectrum of of the NFL. Uh, Buda Baker receiving his four year, fifty nine million dollar extension. It's the highest contract ever paid to a safety. He re- he resets the safety market. Um, he's great in all focuses of the game. He really is. He's a good tackler. He's a good ball defender. Uh, it's weird that he doesn't have one interception recorded in the NFL yet, and they're going to dish out that big um, check. But uh, they must see something in him that, that is really uh, indicative of being a future star for the next four years. Uh, Joe, do you think he deserves this new contract? I was honestly very shocked by this deal. I stand on the fact that I think Buda Baker is one of the best safeties in the league, one of the best young stars. Do I think he is the best safety in the league? Not even close. I think there's a lot of other names that go ahead of him that make more sense to earn higher salaries. I don't know if he really deserves to be a whole $1.5 million over the next guy, which is Eddie Jackson. Uh, you look at some of the other names that he's currently sitting above, Justin Simmons, Tyron Matthew, uh, Kevin Byard. 
uh, Anthony Harris, Kareem Jackson, LaMarcus Joyner. Th- those are all talented guys. I-, I would say that Buda Baker is maybe above some of them, but is he really only being in the league for a few years now worthy of being paid and uh, essentially being known as as worthy of the best safety in the league, that kind of money. I, I just don't see it. I think that paying safeties is already a tough business. If you're going to pay a safety, I would pay a guy like Jamal Adams before I would pay a guy like Buda Baker that much money. Jamal Adams is a multifaceted tool that you can use at any level of your defense. Buda Baker, conversely, I just, again, I think he's a good safety, just not worthy of that fat of a contract. I am so confused as to why now. Was he going to hold out if he didn't get that contract? I don't know. Uh, he was a second rounder, so I think his window to re-sign was a lot shorter. There, there's uh, the Second rounders don't have that five-year deal. I'm pretty sure it's a three-year deal, so they probably were trying to get this done before free agency came up, and, and they probably wanted to avoid what happened with the Giants and Landon Collins, which was the, the whole, whole ordeal of not tagging him and – not even putting in a contract offer to keep him. I, I I guess that they're that faithful, have that much faith in in Buda Baker to become a top-level safety because, again, I don't think he's exactly there yet. Good for them. All right, uh, Joseph, you have been playing a lot of this game. I would like to get your thoughts on it. I want to hear – because you got um, – you've been putting it up a lot on our YouTube channel, uh, Get to the Point Gaming. That's so weird to say, honestly. I never thought I'd be the person with a gaming channel ever in my well, life. I have a I have a gaming channel. You don't. You have multiple. I know. Um, I have one. You don't wait. I mean, you haven't posted anything to the channel, so it's. <laughs> no, no, no. You have more than one. Never mind. What are you? What saying? are your thoughts on the new Madden? You absolute buzzkill. Uh, why am I a buzzkill? You just shot me down as I was leading in. I'm flying in. I well, to land you, on the track. Hello, everybody. No, Welcome no, no, to Miami. No, no, no. And then, and then, uh, you were, la- you were landing in the do? wrong destination. You were landing no, in wasn't. the wrong airport. You were landing in a field next to the airport. I just landed in Florida International. What do you want me to do? No, 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 no. The wording was off. I had to correct you. Yes, I have been playing a lot of Madden. And the first thing I just really want to quickly address if anyone has not caught the video where I, I scored 120 points on the computer in the franchise mode, or not the franchise mode, the career mode. This career mode was something that fans were very excited to see. It was a step in the right direction for getting to have something similar to what NBA 2K has, and they completely botched it. The storyline is okay. The path to playing is not enough games until you get to the NFL. It sims you through a bunch of games in the NFL, which is a bit frustrating for some users. But the big thing that really kills it for a lot of people is you can't adjust the difficulty until you get to the NFL. You play on rookie. You kick the out of the computer. It's not fun when you can just throw four verticals every single play and score on it. There's a reason why veteran players of the game, when they play on their own in franchise mode, Put it on all Madden. They don't want to sit there and kick the crap out of the computer. It's not entertaining. They want to be challenged. They want it to be difficult. They want to actually feel like they're they're putting some progress to it instead of creating it so it, it, it entices more new users and small children to play the game and they can have an easy time and somewhat enjoy it. 
everybody I've talked to has been able to score over 70 points on the computer. Um, and then the thing that's even more obnoxious is once you get to set the difficulty to all Madden, when you make it to the NFL, it actually prompts you and says, what would you like to set the difficulty to? It's like, oh, finally, I'm not going to play with this stuff anymore. Start playing the first NFL game. And I rushed for 450 yards and midway through the game. I'm like, this is, this is not on all Madden went and checked. The setting says it is still on rookie rookie simulated, and it still won't let me change the, the difficulty in the game. So now it is showing me instead of what it was in the other games, what the difficulty is. So it's completely just, it, it, it's laughing at, at people that come back and actually enjoy playing the game. It is a, a complete farce. Because so many people that actually spend the money every single year on the game and enjoy playing it, they're saying, we don't give a shit. We're more worried about selling it to more users instead of selling it to the people that actually come back and keep playing. What had, are you, did you take shots before you, you came? You just dropped, you just swore like six times I, in I, one I, Madden I, rant. I, <laughs> I, it, it very, it, it, it really fires me up how, how much of uh, a joke this 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 game is it, so is it still done. a beta it, it, it's is it still in beta it, stage it it feels no this is the full game it feels like a beta though because you're playing the I, full I, game right now yeah i have access to the full game so you can play like franchise mode and all the online stuff yeah. and all that yeah i've been doing all that really? so i got i i paid for ea access for a month and ended up being cheaper to pre-order and yeah. I got a 10-hour trial, and then it was supposed to be released early yesterday. I found out that you can only pr- uh, get early access yesterday if you paid for the $20 more expensive version or the $40 more expensive version. So I had to spend another $20 just so I could play it yesterday. That's a whole other issue that I have with EA and stealing money from me. Um, but it's just it's poorly put together. It's poorly done. It feels like I'm playing a beta. It feels like it's half done. Really? Would you advise me to get it to buy this Madden? Um, if you have the money, I think you should buy it. I think the yard is really fun. It needs some working, and it's the first time that they created it. But I have fun going out there and just effing around on the yard, playing against users one on one with my full six team, uh, six player team is how okay. it works. You'll play with all computers, and it, you're just screwing around. You're just throwing the ball around. You're j- just trying to knock the shit out of people. Uh, it's, I find it very entertaining that you can completely bury someone and then you can dance on top of them. It's kind of like Fortnite and, <laughs> uh, and, and, and like, uh, in my park put together, it's fun. I, I think you would enjoy playing that. All right. I'll give it a, I'll, I'll, pr- I'll probably get the game. I'll get the game. Then, you should. uh, we can, uh, we can make some content with that. How about that? Does that sound good to you? Yeah, that sounds good to me. Okay. Pretty short show today. Really short show. Uh, I guess I should apologize for uh, for last week. Yeah, my um, my stuff had issues. That's all you f- you folks need to know. All right, I had some issues over here. But you got to be a little. You got to elaborate a little more I than don't. that. When you, I had when you, some when you issues. Say you, when you say you had some issues, that could that could mean you crapped your pants in the middle of the show and we had to stop. If I did that, I just power through. You think that would stop me from doing this show? Uh, I love this show. I, yeah, I know it wouldn't. <laughs> it did stop me from going to class, though. So I, I maybe I would stop the yeah. show and and, and <laughs> clean myself up. God, you sound like a. 
make it sound like you're like a large child. <laughs> you're the one that automatically goes to crapping the pants because you don't have a creative thought of, of why else I could have to stop the show. Well, I'm, I I think that that's a a, um, a very realistic problem because you have a very poor <laughs> diet and you're <laughs> a large human being. The likelihood of you crapping your pants mid-show and the amount of times that we try to outfart each other, th- I, I think that's pretty likely. <laughs> you one of us is going to do it. If one of us is going to our pants into the microphone one of these days. You think I'm at a higher liklihood to to my pants than you are because. You I have so better many supplements. Contr- I, you have so many have, supplements in your body. You drink so many energy drinks. So much of that. I stopped doing that. I, st- I don't do any energy I drinks anymore. I, I don't believe you. But it, I, I think that if you do that, you you've destroyed your your body with all these supplements. You've destroyed. I would no. Irrecoverable supplements damage. aren't bad for me. No, no. Supplements you definitely, aren't bad. You've done damage to your body. That's not true. That doesn't do any gonna, damage. Eventually, it's, it's going to start taking stuff. a real effect, and you're going to end up, you know, duking yourself on air because of it. You're gonna say, "I need a pick Sean, me up, give me a Red Bull," and then you drink the Sean, Red Bull. I don't. And then I don't drink Red Bull. Absolute splatter. Sean, Sean, Sean. I'm we, listening. We, you we can't. Keep saying my we, name. we can't have this conversation of saying that supplements are gonna make me crap myself when you're the only one out of the two of us who has actually crapped themselves in a public place. <laughs> That's a harsh. No, 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 no. That's that, that's a strong is, statement. If that, anyone's gonna do it, it's gonna be you. People are thinking "crap yourself" means there's actually, you know, stuff in the drawers. There was though. No, no, no. It was. Uh, <laughs> it was liquid. Uh, yeah, it was liquid. It it was um. It, there was no distinguishable uh, <laughs> color. Uh, to it, so that that doesn't mean that you, you was just like a whole bunch of dire in my drawers, but it was definitely a um a watery, not planned happening. After trying to crop dust you all, I wasn't with you when you did that. Who was I with? I was with Perry. I think I tried to crop yeah. dust Perry in the uh, <laughs> in the dining hall, and then I had to take the the saddest and most terrifying walk down to the facilities. And and wash up. I don't mean to interrupt, but uh, according to Fire, a, the meeting that started at ten is still going. Good thing we didn't try to wait for him because we would have. Uh, Good thing we didn't go here. for a fifth year. Right. God. Right. Two hours of Andy. Year. Right. Like, at what point do you just not shut the hell up? <laughs> what point? How do we get to this? How do we get to me in this story? I accused you of possibly I, I hate crapping that, I hate that you're making me tell this great story to a show that's not going to get as many listens as it should right now. Yeah. Are we burning the Sean Kratis pants story? I think it's been told before. Has it? It's been referenced. <laughs> it's it's extra <laughs> I content. You. It's I, I think I think you. if anything, the time to use it is when the show is running short and we're only That's at- fine. Twenty-seven minutes. Throw in the fact that you your pants at the end of it, so people are like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, what happened there? Okay, well, if we're gonna do go complete cir- full circle, uh, I had some tech issues on my end last week. It was a um, a very staticky recording. It was a lot of looping and uh, a weird delay where it was not a consistent delay on my end, so the the audio could never fully get uh, pieced together properly. 
So you missed out on last week's Get to the Point, which was pretty good, and last week's Media Dump, uh, which was really good. So hopefully we are going to. I mean, we're, we got to redo the Media Dump, right? And talk about talk about that. Yeah. We'll do an expedited yeah. uh, American Psycho. But um, all right, Joe, you got any thoughts before we wrap this nonsense up? Go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Get to the oh, point game. All right, and you could follow myself on Twitter at Sanderson Radio, Joe on Twitter at Joe DeLeon, the show on Twitter at GTTP Podcast. They recently, whoever is running our social media, released the uh, the image of the uh, the mark that Fire put on Joe's table with a bottle cap, and wow, that is so not worth the yelling that it caused. But uh, look for yourself, people, at GTTP Podcast on Twitter. You'll see what I'm talking about. Thanks for tuning in. Feel free, if you like the show, to leave a uh, a rating or review. Feel free to subscribe to the YouTube channel, to our any of our podcast pages. All of the numbers help. Every star counts. All of it does. So please keep on tuning in, and we'll be back with more content later on in the week.